Welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. Closer's Mindset. Episode 9 of 900. (laughs) That's so dumb. I don't care. I just don't. So, episode 10 is going to be what? 10 of of 1,000. 10 of (laughs) 1,000. Hey, well, welcome. Uh, Today's uh, podcast of the Closer's Mindset. Again, thank you for uh, joining us here today. We're going to talk a little bit today about old school versus new school. And you got an old cat here and you got a new cat here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That's right. Uh, we're going to have a lot of talks about what's the best approach, what's the best way, because you have all this wonderful technology now. Oh, and I come from pitch books, dude. <laughs> I do. I've used the iPads. I, I was in the transition, but I started off with pitch books for the first, I would say, 10 to 12 years of my life. And then I transitioned the companies over to iPads is what they use and laptops and have used a mix of those mostly computerized from there on out. I still would use some of my pitch books because I, I believe in the pitch book. I believe in using both. I think both are necessary. In my opinion, um, some disagree. Some say scrap the books, go all, go all digital. See, I've never even seen a pitch book, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I've never even seen one. We had iPads at my last place for the presentation. So that's all that is. That presentation that you do, a little, you know, your little swipe, swipe, swipe your presentation. All that was is an actual picture book and it went through each page. The yeah. purpose of a presentation or pitch book is to keep the sales rep in line, keep the customer in line going through the presentation to be able to give them visuals and pictures because so many reps as we said in the last episode yeah don't show pictures right so at least in a presentation they saw some of the pictures right right and they were able to address some of it because they didn't have a separate pit, picture book whatever the case may be um you want super new on? school yes super new school talk to me this is how i flow <laughs> is uh when i sit down and i know that especially if they're going to meet or have met with other guys especially have met with other guys I'll say, let me skip the whole sales presentation. And they go, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I don't show them anything in a organized fashion of like flipping through pages or flipping through PowerPoint. I still know the my, pictures I want to hit up. I love it. My buddy used to do it. He would call it no pitch sale. Because he'd go in and be like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know what? I know you've had it. I'm not going to do it. And then people would just go, thank God. Thank and he'd God. still do And you pitch. still do it. <laughs> You're still going through the information. But you disarm them because too many times you pull up, the even in my last place, you pull up the iPad. And even though you have an iPad, people go, oh, I don't need that whole insurance salesman thing. <laughs> I got that like five times. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, not everyone said that, but they're thinking it to some degree. So it's all about presentation, how you bring that up. So even when I would bring it up, I'd say, hey, listen, I, I mean, let's <laughs> skip the whole sales thing. How does that sound? They go, oh, that's perfect. So anyway, you're <laughs> and you're right to the screen and right to the the material, and and you just, for me, I, I say I'm gonna hit the high level things that are the reason people go with us are for these reasons. Let me walk you through that, and I know what pictures I got to bring up on my computer, but I don't, I, you know, especially when you get the the digital stuff in the way, it literally separates you. You got a computer separating you from someone else, or an iPad, or depending on how you position that. It's kind of separating you. From it something. is. It's a block. It also yep. is very, very shady. Like it, it's almost as if you're hiding something every time because you have that that device pushed up against you. Right. And I'm going to put all my numbers in here and all my commission and all this and my all, <laughs> all that. My and yeah. now you're presenting that, right? And yep. you're like, whoa. Rather, like I would take it because I want a full transparency with the customers because I already price condition. They should know where. If, I, if they don't know where their cost is at, I didn't do my job, right? Right. 
So I would always lay it down so they could see it, or I would literally, prior to COVID, go walk next to them and say, look, everything's pre-populated. I have no control over costing. That's why customers love us. He says, I'm not saying we're the highest, we're not the lowest, but we'll give you a fair cost and you know exactly what it is. You'll get to build it with me. There's no funny in games. There's no you know thing. Everything is sent right here from our from our company directly to here. That's why it's on this system, pre-populated. I can't change it. Yep. And they love it. Yep. And they feel in control, and they feel like you're being open and not hiding. And you know, like I'm holding this this notebook pack over right. top of my right now, yep. like I'm they're hiding something, right? Right. They're not hiding anything. Right. No, I mean that's I get people, especially for showing pictures. Let's say I, I, I work on a computer now. I prefer the iPad, but this is what we do, computers. So okay. you're on a, like a laptop? A laptop. Okay. Yeah. So when I'm showing a picture, naturally, when I have to turn it around a little bit to do some work, they turn with it because they want to keep looking, you know? Um, we're a little bit off topic here, old school, new school, but that's just something. That, that is. That's, that's new that's school. Part of the, that's part of like what you have to think about is, okay, now how do I not fully turn this so that they feel like I'm trying to hide something from them? That thought crosses your head. But at the same time, like I got some work to do, <laughs> you know. So, um, and usually, if you kind of just like lean into them a little bit and start typing away, they kind of feel like, oh, they, that lean. You know, of, if you had that picture book that we were talking about, you could give it to them. You could give that to them from the last yeah. episode. Call, see, old school baby. That is old. I, school. I'll tell you, if you've been in this game for a while, all right, and you're old school and use the pitch book, you know how to read upside down. No, not yep. many people do. I can read upside down all day long yep. and read a book upside down because I had to every single day read the entire pitch upside, <laughs> upside down. down. Yep. And I just got really, really good at it. I could read sentences off to yep. the customer and have them in, in, in control looking at everything as I flip through there. If you're on, we talked about a last episode about pictures not being the PowerPoint, but let's just say you're still new and you're getting your, you know, feet under you and you don't know the whole, pre you should know the whole presentation. I mean, bottom line, like, that's not an excuse. I'm new. I don't know. The, but don't, like we said, don't be reading it. I, I would always, if I'm on a PowerPoint or anything like that, you reference it. You know, this slide here is talking about our Better Business Bureau rating, you know. Well, let me take you back real quick. Please. When you're brand new, that's what you did? Way back. Way <laughs> back. <Correct. laughs> because I would challenge you on that when you're brand new. You probably went through page by page and read each one because you were nervous still learning, even though you practice your pitch. And... That's why those presentations be to give you that guide. You said it earlier to give right. you that guide before guide, you yep. went in and you started separating out pages on it. Um, but that's why that's the whole purpose. So you get more comfortable. So you you know the steps that your company has put into place. Yes. Because even on a lot of those, there would be an easy closing question right there. Boop do 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 about installation. Is this the install installation method for you? Is this what you're looking for out of a company with installation? Yes. Okay. Next slide. So yeah, it teaches you not to go to the next slide until you answer that question and so on and so forth. Except you got to ask them why. Why? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean, I think old school, new school is more, there's more to it than Ariana laptop or paper, but you know, I think that's a basic way to talk about that, it. Just to get us some of it in, in pitching. I mean, when I grew up in this Things business, have changed, right? a lot, Yeah. we did a hard sell. Okay. It has transitioned now into a much softer consultative sell. We have internet and information now, so people are powered with much more information yeah. ahead of time yep. than before, uh, or they think they know a lot more, right? And we have that happen too. Yeah. Um, but I, I also really feel like the old school and new school is there. There used to be like when closing, right? The old school hard aggressive closing, and I can do that. I I I, I 
was taught it. I've trained it. We did the aggressive contract close and all this different stuff. Um, in, in, in our, we had six principal closes. I was talking to another rep who's been in the business for a long time. He didn't remember them, but, um, we had six principal closes. We had first the aggressive contract close. We would literally caps, literally, I take the contract and say, I'm holding a pin up to you right now. Nobody can see this. <laughs> and I'd hold the pin up and say, we'll do a great job for you. And set it down on the contract right in front of you. Contract all filled out. Yep. Oh, you got to sign it. Yeah. It was intentional. We intentionally wanted you to say, oh, I got to think about it. All right. Or you may say, yes, who knows? If I did my job right, maybe you'll say yes. Right. I don't know. Yep. But when you did that, then we go to a pro and con close. After the pro and con close, so aggressive contract, pro and con. Let me see if I can get all these six principles. I have the paper back home. Uh, we did the uh, Ben Franklin was the pro and con. Yep. And we'd actually use the Ben Franklin. You remember Ben Franklin? He was a smart, wise man, one of the founders of America. When he was ever making a decision, brilliant man. All right. Introduce the telephone, introduce this, that, and the other. And one of the things that he really, really honed in on is the ability to make a decision. And how he did that is he weighed the options out and he weighed them by putting pros and cons. And if the pros weighed out the cons, it was an easy decision. It was a no brainer, right? So what I'm going to do and leave with you here is I'm going to do a pro and con, leave with this information. That way you have good information, solid information for when you do make a decision. And then I'm going to go over it because I'm selling postponement like, yes, you win, done. Right. And then I go through and we go for the juggler again. <laughs> All right. And then if the pro and con got it, no, then we didn't. Then we went into a, um, uh, what was it? The, Is this uh, number three? Number three. Number three would have been the, oh, the, uh, let me say the cost of, uh, the cost of doing business it was like where you take and break out each part of the, of the product. All right. I forget the name of that one, breaking that one down. And then we had a budget close we would do. All right, we'd actually ask your budget and go through your budget step by step by step by step. Uh -huh. For the project? For the project. Or not for the, their personal finances? Their personal finances we went Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's one other I can't think of right now, and then you had your initial visit. That was number six. Your IVD, we call it initial visit discount. Oh, and right. nice little 10% coupon and everything. I still got it at home. It's crazy. It was that, that's the, how uh, we taught. That was, I, that, that's the way we did. We held that. Back then, we, held, we didn't even see. We held that back. Yeah. And then the second company I started working for, I was in the bathroom business. And then that company, we um, we actually started introducing it ahead of time. All right. So we would take and go, hey, just let you know right up front. You have an opportunity to save extra money if you decide to move forward. So they know ahead of time so they're not taken aback <laughs> at the end. And lots of times they would move forward. And that's when consultative selling really started for us. Yeah. And then we started getting the fact that we would close the doors before we got to the end. All right. And then we were closing each door there to the point to where we had them set up. So they were so excited to buy and we conditioned them to the price to the product, to the value of everything, that 50% of the time we knew when we were getting to that, that end that we had them or didn't have them. Yeah. Because if you close every door there, you're gonna know. And if you go with the right attitude of helping them, there'll be no problem at all. Yeah, I think that, that I was trained that way as well. I think I was trained very old school, by the way. I had an old school yes. trainer. Yes, I do, I agree. agree. Everything I hear from um, you is a lot of old school stuff. Yeah. I was with a rep today and <laughs> the biggest issue this rep had was building rapport. Really? So it's not trained a lot. Now today it's like go in business, boom, 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 get it done. I can't do that. I can't be in a home less than two, two and a half hours. I don't care if I'm selling a small little one product thing <laughs> or a huge project yep. that's going to take forever I because I got to get to know the person. I got. They need to know who I am, who they're buying from, and why, period. I had that today. They, uh... I, I, it was a, a gentleman from another country, and I was explaining to the, the guy who rode along with me. I said, "Listen, a lot of times, and, and it, they look at you as a salesman because you're you're already you're I'm the white guy coming in. You know what I mean? Not to go into too much into the race and all that. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with are you relatable or not? 
So a lot of times I, I could tell he saw me as a salesman. I said, would you like to sit at the table? Or would you, would you? And he goes, let's just go look at the windows. And so we're up there and I'm trying to say, hey, whose room is this? Yeah, so anyway, what are you going to do here? <laughs> you know, and by the end of it, I had him laughing. He's telling jokes. You know, he said a couple things. He said like a kind of like a wise crack about, um, yeah, well, my wife isn't here to make the decision, so it's not going to happen today kind of thing. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, oh, yeah, you're, so you're the, you're, you're, she's the boss. And he goes, well, I'm the head of the household. She's the neck. So whatever way the neck turns is where the goes. You know, and he had a couple things like that. So by the end of the, you know, conversation, I'm saying like, man, you should write a book of Proverbs. And he's like, oh, yeah, my buddy's calling. They think I'm pretty witty. So, you know, breaking down that rapport building, it's not just first phase entry. It's throughout the whole, whole, whole time. thing. The reason why this guy bought today, I and thank God I was there with the, the rep, is rapport building. Yep. We spent time talking with him about what they likes and all this different stuff. This guy was in in-home sales back in the 60s. Really? I got a picture of, uh, of yeah, him yeah, with, yeah. His, with, his, uh, with his sample case. We're going to have him on the show. I'm going <laughs> nice. to bring him on. Uh, it was great because afterwards he's like, yeah, I checked off all the boxes. You did your entry and your warm up. It checked that <laughs> off. He says, you built rapport with me, so I liked you. It checked that off. He said, and then you went up and did your needs inspection. And he's like, yeah, we found out that, you know, you were the one, you know, training this person here. And that, he was just telling me all kinds of stuff. It was yeah, great. That's cool. And he didn't have to worry. He's like, yeah, I was a trainer. I knew what you did here, how you did it. And. Uh, I just want to hear what, what they did back then, Yeah, you know, because I grew up with guys that were selling back then, but I never really got to talk to them. I was with the younger crowds that were learning from that, but I grew up in this back in the 90s. So it was like when the last of the 10 men were, you know, done right. and it was going into vinyl and everything else. The the aluminum siding salespeople were done. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what it was. That's why they yeah. called them 10 men. Yeah. Great movie, by the way. <laughs> I still have yet to see it. Keep getting told to watch it. You watch have it. to. They yep. interviewed Richard Dreyfus back in the day. It's all about home improvement sales back in Baltimore where I started. Yeah, I got to see it. Woo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Good old days. And again, going back to old school. Gosh, that was old school back then. Running appointments. Get them on a fax machine every morning. We did have fax machines at least. Yeah. Uh, and we'd just go out and run them. Before that, though, we'd have to come into the office every day and get it. So we, in the very beginning, we came to the office, and then a couple of years later, fax machines because of where we started driving, going distances. But back in the day, we would come in the office 8 o'clock in the morning, old school, baby. 8 to 9, had a meeting every day from 8 to 9, from 9 to 10. You did challenge business, get your day set up because you you may have three leads, but you usually had maybe one or two leads, and you had to set up the rest of your day. What are you going to do in between those times? Right, yeah. And they taught a lot of discipline then. I think that's missing in today's uh, sales arena. A lot of these companies are doing these great, great, wonderful training programs, and they're missing out on the fundamentals of this business. They're missing out on the mindset of this business. They're missing out on that's what you need to train for the first week is prep that that representative to know what this business is going to be like. And that's what some of the old school things in my, my first company. And the reason why I'm successful today is we had these disciplines. And we had to read them out and memorize them. Yep. And they were literally ingrained. I'm surprised I don't have them tattooed on me. But <laughs> I, live by, I live by them. <laughs> I live by them. Uh, you know, total responsibility for your results. That's the very first one. It always resonated with me. But those things were like ingrained in me. And a lot of my buddies are still in this business. Old school. We grew up that way. It was a little different. It was very, it was boot camp. And I tell anybody getting into this business, you better treat it like boot camp in the beginning. Yeah dive into it really embrace it don't just think you're going to wing it all right if you come from any other sales background and you're getting an in-home sales or or first call close sales 
you better you better put your heart and soul into that yeah. learn everything you can about it yeah. uh because if you just think you're gonna swing in there and sell because you're good i've watched too many too many sales pros and executives coming in i mean just touting oh i'm good i'm a sales executive i used to sell this or that they come in and they flop because they can't do in-home first call close sales they don't understand this it's different it's you're a building different a relationship piece, yeah. within a three-hour period right you're not building that relationship for weeks or months or a couple of days no i got three hours and i got to close yeah so from what you know about me what would you say is new school besides the technology i get all that mindset the attitude the approach because I, I i do carry a lot of that old school like fundamentals i'm just trying to put the words of what is new school because there's a lot of newbies out here gonna say hey i i like what jesse's saying a lot of newbies out here are going to say, hey, I like what Lynch is saying. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. What's your take from a, from an old school perspective on maybe what's new school? Um, I want to say people have changed, but people are people. They don't change. Um, it's inherent in them. I, I would say it goes back down to really the, the discipline, self-discipline, mm-hmm. okay, self-awareness. It, it really does. Um, I think a lot of the, the – not for you in particular – uh, I can't say for you, you're different. I don't know why you are. You're like, you're like this young, old school person, uh, but has all this new school stuff about them. Um, so what's that stuff? Huh? So what's that stuff? Technology, um, different ways of thinking about it, different ways of going about it. Uh, you know, the old adjunct, keep a new, uh, an old dog new tricks, you can. I learn this game all the time. I'm adding to my repertoire on a regular basis. Yeah. I'll hear something to somebody say, you know, some great verbiage or a different way to go about, you know, closing or presenting something. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm taking that. I'm putting, I'm putting that cap in my feather. Because yeah. there's always something. Th- this is an ever-evolving sale. It always involves. There's always more to learn and craft and get it. And it, that's why I love about it, the psychology of it. It's just, oh, it's so cool. I think that's... This is just coming to me now. I hadn't thought about this before we came up with the, the subject for the conversation, but there's there's good old school, there's bad old school. Oh, gotcha. And there's good new school and bad new school. So when I asked you what's new school, you started leaning into kind of a lack of discipline, a lack of, you know, so that's that's bad new school. There is a lot of attitude out there, but, oh, these leads stink. And it's like, man, you don't even know what the generation before us had to do. You've told me those stories. Like, what what is that attitude like every lead is a possibility man like if you're messing that up that's on you if you're not getting the sale it's on you that attitude that closer's old school attitude like it's the total responsibility total. that's that's drifting away in the wind that's why this, this is why we started this right because uh, tired of hearing all the 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 bullshit all right all the bs all the bitching and complaining done with it but on the same row i've got veterans at my organization, for instance, not throwing anyone specific under the bus, but I've, I've heard from people on ride-alongs with them that they're so old school that they're ineffective in a lot of ways on certain things. They're not paying attention. They're, they're so like in a, a system that they're not connecting with people. I think maybe that's what the new school has brought about is it's more than just the process and the system, but the actual connection, with it. The evol- evolution being open, going with the flow, all that kind of stuff, I think is probably the new school of how do you take the system and creatively sell? That creative selling changed my whole perception and perspective. Like when I, when I was so new to this, I was like, like okay, I got to learn this process. And then I watched a YouTube video on creative selling. I was like, 
Oh, now I get why guys. So are <laughs> that would be that would be new school. So creative selling wasn't done before. We were really set, taught like robots more. Yeah, exactly. Put a little bit of ourselves in yep. there. Now it, it's less of that. More of a, you know some company depending on the company. It, it should be more of an outline, and then you really put most of yourself into yourself. it and really make it your own and really get creative. Have the discernment with it. and the judgment. And in a lot of ways, to... it's empowering. Yes, because you're being given more responsibility. That's the crazy part. People aren't taking responsibility, but you're actually, be, because it's creative, you're being given more responsibility to execute that sale because before there was a system and it worked. You just, if you follow the system, it works. And now because of technology, people's ability to look at reviews and get information, you have to do a little bit more to close that deal. Yeah, you do. I think we're kind of getting to the heart of it now. Well, I, I think there's, in this, in this new world, I think you have to have a little bit of old school and new school, even if you're young. You better go back and find out what they were doing, how they were doing it. Dude, get it. So you can learn. It has made, it, it has, that changed my life, man. I mean, that's all I knew before I got into the creative selling. Because at first I was uncomfortable. I'm like, this is really uncomfortable. Creative selling, boom. Like, just numbers went skyrocketing. Question-based selling, open-ended, yep. closed-ended questions. Yep. I mean, all, I learned all of that stuff. And a lot of that stuff is not taught now. They teach you all these presentations, but they don't really go into depth of Here's the product. why you're doing Here's it. Here's the installation stuff. And. But to your, I mean, even to your point there, like, how many do half the listeners know the why not to ask an open-ended question at the end? You know Probably I mean? not. I bet half the people listening right now are like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm gonna write it down for open-ended, closed-ended. But we're gonna give a little tip of it right now. So that's an old-school thing about when you get to the close. I mean, you're closing all throughout, and you're asking open-ended questions during, especially at the beginning to learn about them, to, to pick up information and nuggets that you can then use later, not against them, but for them. I mean, so when they come and say, you know, you're at the end, now your questions are, well, didn't you, it's a close-end that it's a yes or no, and you already know the answer to. You should not be asking questions, and I'm not innocent on this at all, but you should not ask questions you don't know the answer to in the close because you're opening it up for them to take back the power. If you know the answer, because they told you earlier, our budget's 10 grand, and at the end, you say, well, isn't this under 10 grand? That was your budget. They have no other choice but to say what they already said. That's the close-ended question. And that's old school. So, I don't know. I think old school is great. I think new school, that creative selling piece is... Well, in opening and closing questions, not just... It, it's in new school now, okay? It's just not taught as much. And I'm going to give the listeners an example real quick so you can understand... What we mean by it so if i were to ask an open-ended question it would be where do you want to go to lunch today all right and that could be a gazillion answers closing it real simple do you want to go have italian chinese or french all right you have to pick one of them yep. do you want to go have burger king or mcdonald's you got to pick one of them you want to go to subway or quiznos you got to pick one all right i'm giving you option a option b that's it yep. you're picking one or the other or you may something something different but i know i'm going to get a certain amount of responses so again if you're treating this like a chess game and you're treating this like a positioning yourself all right you're going to put in a close in a question to craft that question to get the answer that you would like to get because most of the times it's smoke screens and again if you learned your craft those old school cats out there not all of them because there's some like you said some old school people are just setting their ways they haven't evolved they haven't grown yeah all right they're still pitching like they were back in 2000 all right it's a 2021 it's a different pitch it's a different game is done completely differently You're right um everything that we do i would say old school treats it like a craft even if you're a young guy new new school guy you treat it like a craft i think the new school on the negative side of things they treat it like a job yeah, yeah. this is a craft it's an art yeah it is this is an art 
All right, there is an arc They see to on this. Indeed 100 plus K opportunity and they're applying. Yep. Because they want a job that makes money. They're not treating it like. I want six figures. Right. Well, guess what? You got to earn six figures. <laughs> got to close, baby. You got to close. But see, that's why I love this business because if I don't sell today, I got opportunities tomorrow. <laughs> I can go close again tomorrow. That's the beauty of you've been in this business. You know, you go like three days without selling. It's like, you're like, what happened? Where am I? Can I even sell? But that fourth day, you go out, you bang out two of them for, you know, 30,000 each, and you just made six grand. If you're making 10%, who knows? Yeah. It's up or down, depending on the company. You know what? But, Something else that just came to me as new school is expectations on the, on the positive side of a solid closer. I think new school, the sky's the freaking limit on what they can sell in a month. Do you agree? Cause I I've, I've joined two companies now and, and the standards when I arrived, you're asking a competitive person, I'll crush you new school kids. Just saying. Well, I, that's what I, but I, I'm just saying, man, like there are attitudes out there and I've noticed from a lot of old school guys, like, Oh, I'm, I got to that hundred K mark. All right. I got to 150. That's good. Isn't that great? If I could just keep getting to that. Wrong company. <laughs> wrong people, man. Wrong, oh, wrong people. I, I agree. That's with what I'm saying. Wrong, wrong mindset. People. Wrong mindset. But yeah. I think on the negative side, that's kind of an old school mindset of getting into that rhythm of. But I think, but I'm, I'm going to say wrong company too. And the reason why I say that is the the right companies raise the expectations, right? And 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 force. Uh, and force sounds like a bad word, but makes makes the rep strive for the challenge more. I was with a company years ago bath company uh was very small they're extremely large now and i'll never forget they raised the closing rates we were like 27 they went to 30 we're like crazy 30 percent then they went to 33 we're like what and we went to 35 that day we're like huh every year they're jumping it up right yep. guess what happened every year we jumped it up the goals rise to the occasion yep. everybody yep. rose to the occasion right because you put that goal in front of us it's like you can't hit that watch me right watch me go hit that goal Cause that's the, I think that that's that the attitude I think also between old school and new school is, and I, I, cause I've look, I've talked to a lot of reps that are older than me. I'm still young, even though I've been in this game for a while and their mindset is just like not there. And, and I, even though they're older than me, they have new school mindset. So I want to say old school, new school is not just on product and everything, but it has to do with, like you said, mindset as yeah. well. Even though he's older, his, his mindset sucks. Yeah. You know, he has this this whole way of, you know, thinking about whether it's a lead or this out of the other. How they probably, and then, you know, this is where the old and new is thrown into a bucket of soup or a whatever you cook soup in. <laughs> bucket of soup. Bad words, bro. I was Bad raising words. it. <laughs> All right, tell me more about your, your, your soup. Um, but I think that's where it, you throw it together, mix it up, and that's the closer's mindset, right? Like that's the yin and the yang, closer right? doesn't have to be young or old it, they might their approach might be new or old but I, old school new school but i'm thinking and, and that's another thing you don't have to be in this business for six months or a year to be good at it that's a bunch of bullshit it really is absolutely not you've proved it and yeah. i've watched rep time and time again come in and crush it now don't get me wrong i've seen a lot of reps not crush it most don't in the beginning but it's yeah. because of their own mindset because they have fear and they don't think they can do it right every time i walk into a house when i flirt with a company i'll never forget the first time i came I was so excited. I could not sell them. I was bouncing off the walls excited. I was excited to go there. I was excited to show them the product. I was excited. They were so excited. They could not buy. <laughs> right. Because I, and it was just that excitement. And yep. it, I just walked in there with it. And it was that passion, yep. you know, delivering that passion. It's like, um, you know, having someone that gives a really good, meaningful speech. You know, I always call it like the Denzel speech, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. is that meaningful? You're just like, wow, that's powerful. Yeah. And if you ever watch any motivational videos, right? 
powerful. Some of them just yeah. like, wow, that's powerful. The same thing should be in your presentation. It should be powerful. Yeah. And uh, you know, another thing I'll point out, and I, this is not necessarily old or new, but just closers mindset versus not. These things are so subtle. When you talk to people, they're telling you about their leads. You know what I mean? It's it's subtle. It's not as black and white as we're trying to make it here. We're trying to make it black and white so you can recognize it. Yes. But it's subtle when you're talking to people casually. But I think what I notice is the difference between like that passion thing. That's what I bring to the table, man. I I don't have to know everything about the product. I want to, so I'm not an idiot. I don't have to. No, you don't. And I'm going to keep learning as much as I can, but I don't, I don't have to reach a certain pinnacle that... And so, like, when I when I talk to, like, you know, I walk out of a guy, a guy's shadowing me, and I'm walking out, and he goes, well, here's a difference of blah, 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 what I think I would have done this, this, and this. And I'm like, bro, you're shadowing me. I love what he's trying to tell you what to do. you know what I mean? I'm like, what? It's not about how much you know. It's not about what you know. It's not about what you know. think you know about the product. It's that subtle difference. Like, a guy bitching about, you know, he said, oh, our install dates are all too long. That's why I lost this sale. They had the pen to paper, and when I told them the date, they pulled back. Bro, that's on you. You know, like, what is going on? So I think that added that, that, like, me first mindset. I think that's what I try to bring to the table is you first, customer. So that's funny you say that. I, I watched a rep, not today, yesterday. It was the day before. And the rep was saying, I, 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 I. So I want to do this for you. I want to do that for you. I've had the same, I did, I've done the same thing. So a lot of the stuff that I, that I always talk about and teach and train and, and say, Hey, you shouldn't do this or you should do it. It's not because I'm trying to be the, the, the dick about it. I'm trying to tell you, cause I've done it. Yeah. I've been there. I remember my boss going to, going to a pitch with me and I said, you know, 50 times he counted it 50 times. Uh, I said, you know, you know, you know, you know, yeah. um, ah, uh, ah. Uh, I want to do this. Here's what I'm going to do for you today. This is what I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. What we say is, folks, here's what we're going to do for you today. Yeah. And your home, the best way for you. Because this project is all about you and how you would like to build it on whatever terms you would like. Yeah. Thank you for having us out today. We really appreciate it. And then go into there. I'm really thanking them to allowing you to come into home. Thanking them for inviting you into the home. Thank and you for the approach. opportunity. Every time, I and you're it. gonna find with the old school, the old school, at least when I've seen, they're much more polished. They put a lot more time and energy into it than yeah. I've seen from the newer, the newer school salespeople. They wing it. I think a new school negative mindset is treating it like the appointments are when you're going to work, not the day is your work. Yeah, right. Like when I I, I get up at six o'clock every day, whether I have an appointment at ten o'clock, nine o'clock, noon, doesn't matter. I'm up. Just, just that alone gets me in the mindset of like, okay. And then I'm not just like, okay, I don't have an appointment until 10. I'm going to watch TV <laughs> or whatever, Netflix. Like, bro, it's, it's, it's a craft. You if, do it. If I didn't sell that day when I went home, <clears throat> I'll find it out. Especially depends on how I didn't sell it. Now, I, I've already replayed it driving home. I may have grabbed my steering wheel a little hard, okay? You know, gripped it a little hard trying to figure out what the heck happened. How did I not, like, what did I miss? And see, I think that's the difference because when I would drive home for an appointment, it's what did I miss? Not, oh, that customer was going to buy because of this or that. Right. I'm not calling you up going, hey, yeah, man, I couldn't get it. I, I tried it. No, I would call up other reps. You know, I call them, hey, I did this. I did this. I did this. They didn't go. I don't know what I did. And they'd say, okay, what did you say here? What did you say there? Yeah. If I said this, what did they say? Oh, 
should have, dude. Okay, when you heard that, you should have did this. Yeah. And and that doesn't exist. I mean, if, it doesn't man, exist. No, because you know what you know what reps do now. They call them bitch about leads. Ah, yep. oh, this. Oh, we'll get the next one. Don't worry about it. Or they spend five or ten minutes because they get thrown off by a customer. That's that dumb new school shit. Yeah. I'm telling you, they just try to go after the easy easy stuff yeah it's, it's a, they go with the low-hanging fruit they don't have no challenge they have no balls about them right people hot and bothered about it <laughs> i do man i do it, it drives me nuts man just the complacency bro yeah complacency where's where's that take charge where's that let's go get it all right i want to go to that customers are going to tell me no i'm not buying anything really great yeah I, I, that's what i want to hear wonderful challenge accepted <laughs> You know, I love games. This is a game. If you can treat this like a game and have fun with it, oh, and you get paid. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a game is all it is. My first manager, the old school guy, I remember it still sticks with me. He had a picture over his desk behind him. Mm-hmm. So when you walked in, he was sitting right there. It, it said, whip the horses, chain the dogs, feed the lions. And he would say, this is not a democracy. If you want leads, you got to be selling. Yeah, because I, I mean, even just that, I, people would complain. I'm not getting enough leads. Are you selling? Because if you sold, you would get leads. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not getting the good leads. Are you selling? <laughs> like, what do you mean you're not getting the good leads? So uh, all leads are good and all leads are bad. Yeah. Okay. All leads. Every lead you gets bad. Every lead you gets good. It doesn't matter. It's just a name, address, a phone number. Right. I don't care what they tell you. I don't care where they live, but their house. It doesn't matter. But to your point, you're putting you're putting your own perceptions on it. If you were in a showroom and that same person came to your facilities, okay, for whatever you sell, you wouldn't know what their house looks like or how much it's worth or anything there. But yet, since you went there, now you can know and make judgments one way or the other. And if you can keep an open mind in this biz. Yep. And then the other one with it um, that I would say is a new school thing. And we did an old school. We did push financing a lot. But new school, it's really, I mean, financing, yeah. You know, you know, if you know finance and really do it, that's that's big. Yeah, that's big. And really talking to it with the credit cards and everything like that, um, because that's you know, it's much more in depth now. Back back in the day, it was easy. It was a little different. Now, I think that's a that is a new school thing that really makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, what about you? Anything else that you want to say compared to old school and new school? I could talk forever about the, <laughs> know, about man. the mindset part of it. It would drive you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. No, I just think that that lion piece. That's why I brought that up. It was just you know. The line attitude, man. Get hungry. That's 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 neither old gatherers, or new school. Right? That's closer school. You know, what it I mean? is like, closer school. Hunters and gatherers, <laughs> hunters, baby. Yep. Either we don't we don't, don't want gatherers. We want hunters. Yep. We want people that are hunting. We want people that are going to ask for the business with intention. That's what that's what a closer is. Someone's going to ask for the business with intention and not just go in there and throw up all over the table. That polished. This is a profession. The polished professional. Polished. Work at it. Gosh, if if, 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 if you freaking listen to this as a listener and this puts one more sale into your pocket, you're going to make like for, for per week, you're probably pulling it in 30 more Gs a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, easily. Like This is free money, free advice for you. Just get it. Just practice one thing we've said. That's another thing. If it, it, Don't overburden. I'd always tell guys because I, I was new, but I was killing it even against the old guys my first job, right? So they would, the new people would follow me and this other guy that were both killing it. And they're like, what are you doing different? I'm like, dude, just stop thinking so much. If you're going to think, think about one thing only. One thing that you know, like the, what was the thing you kept saying over and over and over? You know, you know, you know. Yeah. 
So don't go thinking about, okay, I got to work on the following the steps selling process and I got to work on closing every door and I got to work on the, you knows. I, one, one thing, focus on that for that appointment, watch it improve. And you'll probably get the sale because your, your mind's off everything else. And then for the next day, focus on one thing. That's been helpful for me. But anyway. That's good. I'll give you one little secret before we end this podcast. Yeah, it's the last little sales secret tidbit I did in the very beginning when I first started. I mean, first started this like green, green. Made a cheat sheet. Like a little postcard, a little three by five <clears> index <throat> card, okay? Had everything I needed written down for my steps on it. I had it taped to the bottom of my clipboard, and I'd be able to flip, flip it up and look at it if one I needed to <laughs> to keep me back on schedule. Customer yep. wouldn't know. I was just flipping a piece of paper. They yep. don't know. And it would just help me keep if I, if I got lost at all. Yeah. It was just that little bit of a guide that I need where yeah. I need to go next with it. It was awesome. Just write the little closing question. Each step has a closing question. There's a lot of closing questions throughout. Like step two at the needs assessment we talked about, like at the end, I would you'd always ask, hey, if I can save you some money, extra money, by moving forward sooner than later, would you be interested in learning more about that? You know, yes. Okay, perfect. You know, that was a closing question on step two for that given system. But that's good stuff, man. I don't know. Old school news. I, I can't wait to like read feedback from people as oh, they're listening to I this. I know, I know. Like, what are your thoughts? <laughs> you know? One more but episode and it all goes out. Before we go, let's talk about a couple things coming up. We've got the t- become a better closer. Be a better closer. Be a better closer. Become what? a better closer. It's it's going to be like a master class. We're only going to be accepting how many people? 100. 100 people? That's it. It's a two-day webinar. That's it. It's a two-day course live with us. All right. We'll go over everything. We're, we'll, we'll send home the, uh, the audio versions or video versions of it. In addition to that, we'll have a lot of material going with it. And you got to sign up for it because, again, if we just talk, just that one more sale makes one more sale a month, it'll pay for it. Yep. So it's up to you. It's on you. So what's you. it going to cost? Let's right. go through that. It's okay. going to cost $1,000. No, $99. $99. Oh, we're talking, the, the more in-depth thing's coming as well. This is 99 bucks for the webinar. Yep. Two days. And Live. if you're advanced in this or new to this, what is 99 bucks, dude? You make a sale. You, you just got 1000 bucks in yeah. commission. Yeah. So this it's going to pay for itself because we're going to help you make more sales <laughs> by becoming so win, win. closer. <laughs> we also have the closing club. You're going to sign up that. We'll send out texts and emails out. Uh, we won't flood you with that shit because it drives me nuts. But we'll send it out like We're going to have swag. You guys can't even see. We were wearing swag up in here. That's coming soon. That's coming uh, soon. TheSalesStoreMore.com. We're on we can episode check it out nine. Now. Gosh, can you imagine? Like episode ten, episode one hundred. We're gonna be. be there's going. a lot coming up the pike, and you know what? If this is helpful already, you feel like this is helping you make more sales, toss us a bone, throw us a message. Yeah. Whatever. Reach out. Let us know. If you want to get on the podcast, reach out. Let us know. Got to be closer. We will be having guests on, or else it'll be entering the lion's den if you're not a closer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine some guests out here? Oh, my leads are bad. <laughs> it's going to be bad. It's, it's going to be bad. It's going to be a rough day. But I hope this was good for you. And uh, until next time. Peace out. Out. <laughs>